The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Well, what's the solution to overeating? It should be undereating. And if you want to do it even faster, you should be no eating. This is the TRT Community Podcast, where we discuss all things testosterone. I'm Brandon, founder of the TRT Community and host of All Things Testosterone. The TRT Community is a Facebook group of patients helping patients navigate the struggles associated with testosterone replacement therapy. We have educational resources at testosteronepodcast.com, including TRT-related clinical studies and a doctor search tool. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. One in three North American adults are currently in pre-diabetes or living with type 2 diabetes. Diabetic neuropathy is an alarmingly common kidney disease resulting from poorly managed type 2 diabetes. It's the most common cause of end-stage renal failure, and once it's established, it's only possible to slow it not reverse it. Today, I'm talking with Dr. Joseph Antoine, CEO of Elnutra, former director of health policy at the University of Chicago and former editor-in-chief of the Journal of Health Systems and Reform. We'll be talking about a recent study by the Journal of Clinical Endocrinology and Metabolism on the effects of fasting mimicking diet, FMD, on type 2 diabetes in adults, and to reveal the findings of the study that suggests the first ever nutrition-based program found to promote regression and remission of diabetes, a truly groundbreaking discovery. The fasting mimicking diet has gained recognition in recent years as an approach to weight loss and overall human longevity. Until now, options for slowing the progression of diabetic neuropathy have been limited to controlling glycemia, lipidemia, and blood pressure. This new study suggests this game-changing approach. It's the first time scientists and doctors have discovered an effective reversal of kidney disease through nutrition. Hey, Brandon, how are you? Doing well. How are you? Good, good. Sorry for the reschedule from last time. No problem at all. They said you were the traveling. Travel, the travel has been just, uh, I'm always on a plane, but the last year has been like post-COVID has been always cancellations and, uh, and, and it just it just has been very difficult. This week. The last few trips, I have to say, hours and hours at the airport every time. Wow. But, uh, but it's all done. Might be time to get that private jet going. <laughs> Well, we don't have that mentality. We're more, uh, we're more of a giver than takers. But yeah, yeah. that's good. <laughs> so uh, this is a little bit off of our normal topic, but whenever I got the email, I was pretty interested in it. Uh, I've got a, a history before all of this being uh, in long-term disability, so I've managed claims and reviewed medical and, and seen the effects of diabetic neuropathy. I mean, this is one of the biggest, actually. Uh, probably the most prevalent diseases today, right? The, the 73% of Americans carry either a little bit of weight, extra weight, or insulin resistance or diabetes. Actually, close to 10%, 11% are diabetic. And the first in diabetes is, is a disease of having high blood sugar. And the blood sugar gives what we call macrovascular complication, the big vessels, you know, disease, and the small vessels, microvascular uh, diseases. The small vessels is what impacts the, the kidneys. The kidneys have very, very tiny vessels. This is where the blood kind of sends out what, what needs to go in the urine. 
and they're tiny and thin so that they, they, the substance can travel through the vessel and, and go out. And when you start developing uh, diabetes, one of the first damages you can have is of the damages of the micro vessels because they're thin and deposits there can impact them. So um, it's a major, major complications. A lot of diabetic patients end up dying from um, you know, dialysis. They, they end up damaging their kidneys and, and go to dialysis. Um, and it's one of the biggest expenditure of the diseases when the payers, when, when a patient becomes uh, dependent on dialysis, this is where expenses are so high and payers kind of try to find a solution for it. It wasn't talked a lot about because medicine up today have not provided a solution for diabetes, unfortunately, although the solution is actually easy. I went to med school, uh, MD, PhD, and two masters, and I've been, you know, studying everything in medicine, trying to cure diseases. And, and diabetes, they always teach us this disease that sits between genetic predisposition, that sits between acquired lifestyle, but then the solution is these hundreds of pills, which actually none of them reverse the disease. They all help manage blood sugar, not by disappearing, not by, by canceling the sugar or not increasing the sugar in the blood. It just moves the sugar from the blood to the tissue, right? And so when you classify the diabetes medications, they're classified as something that supports the hormones that tell the sugar to go out of the blood or supports the hormones that absorb or increases the absorption of sugar to the tissue from the blood. So the sugar is not going anywhere. It's just staying in your body, but more in the cells than in the blood. And when sugar goes, or, or carbs, when carbs go to the, to this, to the cells, they deposit into fat, which increases the resistance to insulin, which increases the, 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 the complication and then the advancement within the disease. And this is why you don't hear, like, you know, you know, here my uncle has diabetes, he's on two pills, but hopefully next month he'll be cured. You, you never hear that. You just hear, like, he started with metformin, then we had to add another one, then another one, then another one, then he becomes insulin dependent because the pancreas fails, and now he has to inject insulin. So the story of diabetes is actually one of the most, we call it unconspired conspiracy theory, <laughs> is, is, is we've accepted, we define by FDA norms, we, we define diabetes as sugar in the blood. We said, okay, how can we cure the disease, decrease sugar in the blood? Let's move it from the blood to somewhere else. It wasn't let's stop getting sugar into the blood or carbs into the blood. And that... That is the mystery, why we haven't focused, why we're okay to spend $600 billion per year on diabetes, and we're not willing to put 100 or 200 billion of it for helping people getting less blood into the sugar to start with. Yeah. And this is where the story of intermittent fasting started to appear, right? Say a lot of, for us, so, you know, when I left medicine and started getting more into lifestyle medicine, and, and learning more about nutrition and, and lifestyle. And you, you look at diabetes in a very simple way. Now, from that angle, you know, you overeat, you develop, you know, first insulin resistance because you're gaining fat. Fat creates that resistance. And then you become diabetic because the body's not able to take, you know, the blood, the sugar from the blood. Well, what's the solution to overeating? It should be under eating. And if you want to do it even faster, you should be no eating. <laughs> That's fasting. So it's as simple as simple as that. And 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 
And to me, and this is how actually intermittent fasting started, is like, wait a second, okay, it's difficult to not to eat for a long period of time, so we're all going to get hungry. So how about trying intermittent fasting for, for, for diabetes? And this is how big physicians, you know, doc, like Dr. Jason Funk, for example, started. He's a nephrologist, and he starts seeing his patients, you know, on dialysis, and dialysis never-ending story to death. And he's like, how can I fix them very fast before it's too late? And he started telling them, can you skip breakfast? Skip one meal a day. And, and instead of eating three to five meals, just skip one at least. And that could help you a little bit. And, and this is how some of the voices of, of fasting for diabetes started to, to, to shine. A lot of doctors joined that movement. So how does fasting help? Is it, uh, does it allow the kidneys a little bit of time to recover or is there something more specific that it's doing or is it just as simple as you're taking in less sugar throughout the day? That's a fantastic uh, question. There's two types of fasting and each one helps, helps differently. Is what we call intermittent fasting, which is fasting a few hours up to two days. And in there's periodic or prolonged fasting, which is going beyond two days. And, and why they're different? Because the first two days, you have enough, the fasting, the intermittent fasting of few hours up to two days is what we call a metabolic fasting. It's meaning it, the, the body has enough reserve to compensate. So you have enough fat, glycogen, you go and you break those down and you use them to compensate. So you're bringing, like you said, less sugar, less sugar from outside. So you're fasting for a few hours, and the body starts burning fat and and using glycogen as source to compensate for it. So this is very beneficial because you're eating less carb, like you said, but you're burning fat, which is why you have insulin resistance, and this is part of becoming diabetic. We call it metabolic syndrome or pre-diabetes. So. You're, you're getting less blood to the sugar and you're burning fat, which is a part of the problem. Now, when you cross the two days, the crisis, the body says, look, I've been for two days fasting. I'm, I'm burning my fat. I'm using my glycogen, but I'm depleting my reserve very fast. This is a stressful situation. And the body tells the cells, I cannot feed you any longer. You have to optimize your performance. You have to consume the intracellular debris, organelles, try to try to get by with what you have and try to fix the way you behave because we need you at your best to survive. So fasting moves from a metabolic fat-burning response the first two days to a cellular rejuvenation impact after two days. In cellular rejuvenation, when cells are under stress, they actually, in, in, in this one, the Nobel Prize in Medicine in 2016, a process called autophagy. Cells eat, self rejuvenate. The cells start rejuvenating. And this is how sometimes damaged organs, like the kidneys, like the pancreas, like the brain, what we're, we're testing periodic fasting on multiple health conditions, we see that, hey, you're giving the, this organ enough time, first with no damage, and number two, the cells are rejuvenating and trying to heal. This is why fasting kind of boomed the last seven, eight years. It wasn't just because you lose weight. Everyone was talking about autophagy, which is that cellular rejuvenation piece. And, um, and most people think it happens with 16 hours of fasting. It does not. You get across two days, and sometimes in some people, if you're, you have no metabolic rate, you have a lot of reserves, you have to reach day three or day four to get into that cellular rejuvenation because you have more reserves and you don't burn a lot. You have uh, 
uh, a little bit above the grain. And this is why we we actually exist. This is what what we started studying water fasting. And when we discovered the major benefits of cell, the cellular benefits with fasting, um, once you cross the day three and the day four and the day five, this is where the National Institute of Health, um, you know, the government's arm that gives dollars into disruptive research and, and cutting edge research, they give us millions of dollars to develop the fasting mimicking diet or the fasting mimicking nutrition is can you find a way to nourish the body over five days with a special food formula that the cells would not recognize. Meaning can you nourish the body so that the patient or the consumer is eating, but the cells, the radars of the cells do not detect the food enough to be satisfied and they stay in fasting mode. And, um, and we found a formulation some 14 years ago that we've been testing in mice and in humans. We call it the fasting mimicking diet or prolon, P-R-O-L-O-N. And you take it, it's a box that we ship to you at your house, and it has your food all designed, your foods, your pills, your drinks, supplements, and you eat it over five days, and your body doesn't know you're eating. So you're getting the metabolic and the cellular benefits of fasting together. How do you pull that off? How do you, how do you intake food that your body doesn't recognize as food? So it has been, um, it has been over $36 million in research. 14 universities, Stanford, University of Southern California, UCLA, University of Milan, University of Genoa. So all these universities got together, but the core, the core, the core of that effort was USC, University of Southern California. And the head of this research, um, his name is Walter Longo, Professor Walter Longo. Many of your audience probably heard about him. He wrote the Longevity Diet Book. Very, very recommended to read the Longevity Diet Book. And he's an expert of what we call the nutrient sensing pathways. Um, in his longevity diet book, he describes how the cells senses food. There are three sensors, if you want a food and the, or pathways that senses food, the PKA, the RAS, and the TOR pathways. And whenever there's nutrients coming through those, the cell says, okay, I'm eating. And so he started studying at which level these sensors, if, if I feed you different formulations, at which level these sensors are not over-triggered or over-excited you know, um, uh, uh, so that the cell is, is feeling nutrients coming in but is not sure that it's being nourished enough and stays in a fasting mode. Um, so it took a few years to understand the sensing pathways, then to test every macronutrients and micronutrients to make sure that they don't trigger the pathways enough and then to put them all together into a full diet of five days. And then did mice trials to make sure that in animals, you know, first it mimics fasting, then went to human trials. And now we have over 34 human trials that are either have been completed or, or are happening today. So from, so an, from audio an audio engineer, engineer perspective, perspective, it sounds, it sounds like, like what you're saying is that we have a noise, a noise gate, gate. Uh, which, is uh, which is simply a threshold, a threshold right, that, right, that, that yes. triggers the microphone to come on. To come on. Um, yeah. so, we've so we've got a noise gate in there, and if we stay below that gate, below that. The, the body doesn't, yeah. doesn't know it. It doesn't mean there's no noise, but it's you're taking in calories, you're gaining or losing energy, you're gaining energy, you know, all that. It's real food. It's real food. You're eating full. It's just staying below the threshold there. So... So back up a back little, up bit. A little whenever bit whenever you were talking about fasting, two different, styles, two different uh, types of fasting, 
and and the long term the long term option there option there are you saying are you that saying that our our cells or our cells mitochondria, or our mitochondria actually function better in order to be able to rejuvenate where are they getting just eating the debris f- feeding off of the debris so you send them in the panic mode and they're like hey we're going to be better now because we're panicking and we found a better way of living life you know i always compare this phenomenon to like compare the body like to a company and and say a company needs a million dollars per month to operate and say the body needs whatever 1600 calories per day to operate if you come to the CEO of that company, to the president, and you tell him, you know what, I'm going to compare intermittent fasting and then prolonged fasting. You need a million dollars. You're going to get it, but I'm going to wait like a day and then give it to you. Okay. I mean, you know, I have a little bit of money in the bank. I'll lose one day of, you know, whatever my expenditure for that day. And then I'll get the million dollar, you know, a day after. So that's intermittent fasting. You lose fat. You lose a little bit of fat every time you do it. But you're not going to change your behavior. The money is coming. Now, if I come to you and tell you, you need a million dollars this month, I'm not going to give you that money. You got to go by with no money this month. So it's a crisis. So now, now, and this is what separates fasting from all the diets, right? The other diets is like, okay, you need a million, I'll give you 950000 or I'll give you 900000 You lose a little bit of money in the bank, the 100000 difference. And then, you know, you operate, you, you adjust to it, and you move forward. And this is how low-calorie diet work. It's an adjustment of how much fat you have and you, you lower that. But fasting is so strong as a stress that that CEO will say, what do you mean I'm not going to get a million dollars this month? I'm going to go and restructure the company, right? I cannot, I cannot survive. And that's the restructuring stress imposed by fasting on the body. So you say, okay, I got to go fix everything. I got to cut some of the extra travel budgets, right? That's autophagy, self-eats, so self-improve. You know, I'm going to do, I'm going to stop these, you know, unnecessary ventures projects that we have and i'm going to start you know investing in my best employees and you start seeing that shift of the company becoming very cost effective and then after when you refund that president again the company will grow in a very you know in a, in a healthy way because it has it has gone off spoilage that it had before right give give a ceo money a lot of money every year they'll hire they'll overhire they'll overspend they buy the private jet that you, that you talked about. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the body. That's diabetes. It's like over being spoiled. It's okay to have more fat in the cell. It's okay to have high blood sugar. It's okay to be a little bit brain damaged. It's okay for the cell to become cancerous. And then fasting comes in and puts every... What we love about fasting, it's a masterful intervention. It's not like a, a, med, a medicine that acts on one receptor with side effects. Every cell in the body, when you fast, is fasting. Every cell lives on calories. There's no, there's no escape mode. And when you fast, literally every cell from your hair all the way to your toes is going through the process of feeling the pain of not having food. And, and this is not artificial. It's actually the way we live today where we eat all the time is artificial. Fasting has been with humanity. Actually, it was core of human diet because for hundreds of thousands of years, we didn't have access, easy access to food. So it's the most natural reaction defense of the body. You know, we were walking in nature. We didn't have refrigerators in the past and, and easy access to food. And when there was food, we would eat. When there was no food, we don't eat. And the body knows what to do, which is let me protect. And so what fasting today, the science caught up with nature 
And the science showed, and religion, by the way, because fasting is the only common word between all divine religions. So science today caught up with the value of fasting, a masterful, synchronized, healthy, normal, traditional, natural way to cleanse and rejuvenate your cells that we had lost in the last 50 years because we started eating all the time. And this is how we start developing obesity and diabetes and Alzheimer's. And the rates are increasing while we're spending more, more money on healthcare. You know, when I graduated from med school, we were spending $2.3 trillion on healthcare. And now we're spending over $4 trillion, And we didn't curb any one of the diseases, the chronic diseases. And actually, last year, we adjusted our lifespan downwards by 0.4 years in the U.S. So imagine... We're spending double in 20 years. We're living sicker. And, and you would say, okay, with the medicine, we're living sicker longer. We're living sicker shorter. So, and, and this, is, this is not genetics. Genetics, they don't change within 10, 20 years. This is not like, oh, sorry, you have this happen to you. This is lifestyle. We change our lifestyle. We started eating all the time, stress-induced, you know, uh, lack of sleep. A lot of you know concentrated calories within food to taste great, and um, and we believe that fasting is a masterful intervention to correct from that. You can do intermittent fasting, which is just skipping a meal. It can help you a little bit with the weight management. We have chosen to go with the masterful masterful fasting, the five days that actually gives you a lot of metabolic changes, but a lot of cellular changes. Of course, we don't want people to fast on water. This is why we developed the fasting mimicking diet. And it's a five days of food that we deliver. It's called Prolon. And we have taken 23 years of research to get it there and get it outside. We have 240 patents now on it. Over a million people have done it. Uh, over 15,000 clinics in the U.S. now are recommending it. So it's becoming um, a popular movement to really catch up. All what you need to do is that five days, only two or three times a year. You will rarely hear somebody telling you, do my food just five days, two to three times a year. But that's, this is what you need. Um, if you're a Formula One car, you know, or you're in a race, uh, uh, any race, NASCAR or Formula One, you know, what you do is twice in a race, you take a pit stop, right? What happens there? Mechanics come in, check everything, fix everything, gets you back healthier, longer. That's fasting. That's periodic fasting. Uh, you put yourselves in check to get fixed. Um, and, and um, it's showing tremendous benefits. Is it something that you would say should become a health movement or a pit stop for everyone? Or is it something that you should start once you become pre-diabetic? When, when do you start? You know, it, it's definitely um, a movement, a major movement. And, and again, it's not an artificial movement. It's getting us back to what we, what our body was designed to do, which is to eat sometimes and not to eat other times. Um, so it's a movement of catching. It's a scientific movement to catch up back with nature and religion and human evolution. Um, almost everyone should fast. And people are like, how come? I mean, skipping, not eating every 12 hours is, is sleeping. And that eating is part of, that's fasting, that's part of human evolution, that's part of how we should live. Um, the periodic fasting, fasting for five days, if you're, if you're healthy and you can do it just two to three times a year to rejuvenate your cells. If you're, like you said, later stage of life, you're, you know, 
40, 50, 60 now, and you feel like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm pre-disease or I'm going to start getting, you know, my first. This is where, and I'm, I'm gaining weight at that age, it's a little bit more difficult to get rid of weight. This is where people do prolong three to four times a year, not two to three times, three to four times, because they want to lose more weight and they want to prevent further. And once you have a health condition, we're going to start launching soon our programs for diabetes remission and regression program. This is when we ask you to do it six times a year. So two to three times at early stage because you don't have any medical reason. You're not overweight. You just want to do it for rejuvenating your cells. The more you cross age 40 and 50 and 60, this is where it's like three to four times your pre-health condition you want to prevent. And once you have a health condition, what our clinical trial, what we're studying, is to do it close to that six times to be able to put the body into a, a more intensive rejuvenative process. How many calories are we talking about throughout the day for the five days? On day one, it's 1,100. And on day two, three, four, and five, it's 800 calories. Okay. So pretty restrictive, but it's not impossible. It's not something, it's better than a five-day fast, right? For sure. We, did, we, we didn't want to mimic fasting with starvation. We wanted to mimic fasting with food. Otherwise, people cannot comply. And we have 91% average compliance rate. Wow. So which is very rare to find on any diet because every diet wants to subscribe before like days and days and weeks and months. This is just five days. That's it. You do it do it once every quarter, every three months or four months. Just give us five days. Do your prolong. And the beauty, you'll feel it. And on day three, so we talk about autophagy and rejuvenation. So day one, you'll be like, I'm eating 1,100 calories. It's great. Day two, you start feeling a little bit, you know, okay, my body is burning fat and in glycogen. In day three, you feel like you feel the autophagy. You feel the change. The, 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 the Something is happening to the body. Day four and five, you feel almost high. I'm like, my cells are rejuvenated, high energy. You need less sleep. If you're high performer, what we haven't talked about, which is critical with fasting, is the body cuts fat but doesn't go after muscle. When you do any diet, the body goes after muscle and fat. They're both sources of energies that you want to cut. But the stress of fasting imposes a rejuvenation on the muscle, and the muscle actually mass stays the same. We have done two human trials showing that. And, and think about it. So again, you're walking in nature 100,000 years ago, and there's no food. Um, the body actually breaks down fat to ketones to feed the brain so that you're still conscious and you can walk to find food. And the body tries to rejuvenate the muscles so that you keep going to find the food. Otherwise, you would, we would be exterminated as a human race. So part of the stress of coping with fasting is a muscle protection, which when we do the prolon trials, we show, even we did actually on male, one of, one of the trials we did on young male adults, which have the most muscle and could lose it pretty fast. And there was no decrease in muscle mass. Uh, there's a lot of NBA players and, and, and other professional players that actually do the product in the off-season or, or when they have injury because it keeps their muscle, cuts the fat, and helps them with the, with the rejuvenation process. So in a, in a five-day fast, what, are there measurables that we can see are working, or is it an energy focus level that's improved after five days? Like what, what allows us to see the results in such a short period of time? Yeah. There are three measurable. There are actually four measurables you can have. And number one, if you have 
a, um, a weight scale, but not just to show that you lost a lot of weight. You, you, female use around 5.3 pounds within the five days, men up to eight pounds just in that five days window. But also if you have a scale that gives you the proportion of lean body mass to fat so that you see um, the protection of the lean body mass. Number two, you can do blood tests. You can measure um, insulin, insulin-like growth factors. You can measure IGF. You can measure your cholesterol, your triglycerides, your blood glucose measures. They change in, in, that, in that span. Well, uh, cholesterol needs, HbA1c needs two to three months. Cholesterol needs a couple of months. You won't see those right away. But the ones who change right away are IGF, blood glucose, um, CRP, if you have high CRP. Um, and then you can measure, we just published last month, uh, the rejuvenation happens everywhere. And we like, we were, let it, let it be visual. So we did the randomized clinical trials on skin, showing skin changes before and after. So uh, uh, we did that clinical trial with women. They did three prolongs once a month. And then they went and we did a right sign other meaning they show you, it's not just visual, they show you really the, the cells of the skins and they, and we show major statistical significant differences in the skin glowness and skin hydration and, and women felt confident and, and happier. So even the skin, you can see a difference. And this is actually what most people tell us after they do prologue is people tell them not just that you lost a lot of weight, but your skin has completely changed. And that's another you know, symptom of that cellular re, re, rejuvenation that's happening. As I mentioned, every cell in the body goes through a fasting process when, when there's no calories. In our case, you're getting the calories, but the cells is not affecting them. And you're losing probably more weight, more fat than you would if you did the same calorie, different diet for the same amount yeah, of time. Because it's a crisis. The, if you do a low calorie diet, you know, your body will just is measuring calories and work on the delta. When you do the fasting mimicking diet, your body's thinking that you're almost not eating. And the action is much stronger. And in a low-calorie diet, again, you lose fat and muscle. In a fasting mimicking diet, this is critical because the, 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 the another, another unconspired conspiracy theory is, is the low-calorie diets, right? Because you lose the weight, but you lost muscle at the same time. And and then you stop. Every diet is designed. This is why there's a movement against diets. Every diet is meant to start at some point and you stop at some point. And when you stop, you go back, you eat. Because you default. It's an everyday. They don't genuinely change your lifestyle. They just they just want to sell you that product. And then the day you stop that diet, you go back to your food. Your metabolic rate is low because you lost muscle. So your burn rate is low. Then you eat normal food again and you pick up fat fast and you're not picking up muscle enough. And this is why the most, you know, probably a sound diet is to be more on the protein diet with exercise because you want to protect that muscle and metabolic rate. But otherwise, um, you know, you're just slowing down your metabolic rate and picking up back fat. So fasting and prolon are different. You're not losing lean body mass. So you came out of it, I cut fat, but I didn't cut muscle. This is how the performance, the energy is higher. And then once you go back to your food, of course, if you go back and eat unhealthy, you're going to pick up that weight, but it's going to take time and it's going to be a slow fat pickup rather than a quick, a quick one. So what does it look like? Is this a, a powdered 
water-soluble drink? Is it a frozen meal? Is it a bar? What are we talking about? No, I mean, we believe in, 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 in nature and, and we've, we've never, we don't do processed food. We don't do any uh, artificials or any. So it's, it's uh, bars and soups and crackers and, and drinks. Um, we made it very user-friendly. Um, in most mornings, you would have your breakfast bar with us, which is high premium macadamia based. Um, the, the, the diet is full vegan. The diet is natural and, um, and premium ingredients. Um, so you have your morning bar, then you have your uh, soups at lunch with some olives and crackers. You have a snack in the afternoon and you have your dinner, uh, again with a soup and, and other elements. Um, so gluten free, low carb. No dairy, soy free, very healthy, ingredient based, very natural, but all designed to go under the radars of the cells so that the cells don't feel satisfied while they're getting nourished. So, is it the the food specifically, um, the ingredients, I guess, that are that are staying under that threshold? Is this something that can be mimicked by other end users? You you know, people use it once and then they can eat buy their own olives at the grocery store or are there other ingredients that you guys are using? No, you can, I mean, you cannot buy it from the grocery because if one of the element is off, then the cells detects the food, then the cell goes off fasting and you're just, you're just on a low calorie diet. So it's very technologically engineered in a sense that it's natural ingredient, but very tested to the, to the, to the micro and the macro nutrient level which amino acids from which source at which time of the day with which other fat with which other carbs with which other flavoring with which other uh supplement at which time of the day so that you you know because insulin in the morning and cortisol and is different than insulin in the afternoon and cortisol's level absorption in the morning and being catabolic in the morning is different than being anabolic at night so it's there's a lot of details here that took again tens of millions not just millions, tens of millions of dollars in research and over 13 years to get to that. What we made it look simple and natural, but it's actually very technological. Yeah. So where can we find more information? Um, if, you, if you want to read about the science behind everything we talked about today, and, the, and there's a, a, a lot more, is you can go to lnutra.com, L-Nutra, that's the name of our company. L stands for longevity dash Nutra Nutrition, so we believe in longevity through nutrition. If you want to read more about the product that we mentioned, Prolon, you can go to prolonfast.com or prolonfmd.com or Prolon Life or Prolon Health. Once you Google Prolon, you're going to read a lot of articles and, and, and find websites and, and data around it. So I've got, I think I have one final question. Is you know, you're recommending for different stages of life, you know, two to three times a year, three to four, four to five or four to six. Um, is, is cost the only reason that you wouldn't recommend 12 times a year, 15 times a year, or is there detriment that enters into the picture if you're doing it too often? Um, it's not cost and it's not the detriment. It's just the marginal, the marginal benefits, right? So, so you come, you remember the example where we said you're the CEO of a company and you need a million dollars, right? And I come and I say, look, we're not going to give you the money this month. Or in the, with Prolon, we're going to give you special money that is earmarked to special parts of your company. So you feel you're fasting, you're going to restructure the company. 
there's, there's not a lot of benefits for coming in the next month and telling you, oh, you just finished the restructure, let us restructure again. You're like, no, give me money. Let me grow the company to the next level. Once I get spoiled again, refast me so that I refix again. And so it's a marginal utility that doesn't make it beneficial, necessary that every month you go and you fast. Now, this is if you're a spoiled but healthy company, right? Now, if you tell me, well, I have a major issue in operations, and so let's talk about diabetes remission or pre-diabetes, right? So I have a major issue in operations. I restructure, it wasn't enough. Can we continue the restructuring a little bit longer so that we fix it? And this is where we say, okay, you can do it once a month, part of a diabetes remission program up until you fix that. And then and then you continue by doing it once every three months or once every four months. So the, the only reason to repeat frequently is if you have a reason that still hasn't been fixed. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. I personally think I might have to check it out. It sounds pretty easy to do and exponentially beneficial. Yeah. I mean, we um, strongly recommend that you ask me, is it for everyone? The, the only, the only folks that should not do it are, you know, if you're a pregnant, if you're a pregnant woman or lactating because, you know, you're growing, you're growing a, a baby inside of you. If you're like, you know, and um, end of life or, or you're, you know, you know, you have multiple health conditions and and you need to be like nourished and then and, and fast at that time. Uh, if you have any allergies to the ingredients, otherwise, if you don't have those, you know, this is something that most of us should look at and try. Excellent. Any parting words for the audience? No, I I'm hope we change somebody's life today. I think, I think, you know, we, in the last seven, eight years, we start talking about fasting as if it's like a, a magical new thing or or people ask me is that it just a new fad um probably this is the only pattern this is the only lifestyle that is not a fad because it was part of our life uh human life on on this planet for hundreds of thousands of years and we're just science just woke up and identified the value of fasting because we started eating every day three to five times a day um, so we're living a fad today, but we want through fasting, go back and alternate and find a balance of life that takes us off this major epidemic of, of chronic conditions. And hopefully we're going to help, you know, a lot of people with, uh, with, with creating that movement of lifestyle change and, and prevention. Yeah, I love it. Thank you for listening to the TRT Community Podcast. You can find us online at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash TRT community. 